You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Time to fire up the VCR. This one's my favorite. Welcome to Analog Jones and the Temple of Film. I'm Steve, and this is a VHS podcast that looks at the box art trailers and behind the scenes. And the boys are back, all three of us. Chris, how was Christmas? How was New Year's? They were great. Got a lot of cool shit, did a lot of cool things, seen family. It was fun. All right. No one no one went missing in the snow. True Detective season four. I haven't found them yet if they have. <laughs> Brad, how about you? I know you went on a vacation not too long ago. Did yeah, I went down to New Orleans. That's a place that uh, get a chance to go down there. I highly recommend it. But uh, it's good to be back. We've been taking a little bit of a layoff here, so we're feeling refreshed. And um, hope everybody enjoys what we got together for you today. Did you party with uh, Chase Tatum? That's not his name. Jesus, what's wrong <laughs> with me? The Tatum boy. What's his the name? The Tatum boy. Yeah, he lives. He's got a house down in New Orleans. I think. At least he used to. Party with a lot of people. Got down there on a Thursday, and it doesn't really get going until the early afternoon. I think everyone's kind of out till about 6 in the morning the night prior, so everyone's waking up. So about 2 in the afternoon is about you know, 8 o'clock in the morning by New Orleans time. Did, did you get to see Big Frida? I don't know all that cool stuff. I mean, Oh, I'm a big fan of Big Frida. Well, what's but Big Frida? It's New Orleans Bounce. She's great. It's okay. just really fun. Real fun. Uh, did you did you get a hot dog on the strip? That was our that was one thing that we did. <laughs> we were so drunk, and like there's a guy just selling hot dogs on the strip, and uh, it was like the best tasting hot dog in my entire life because I was so dehydrated. <laughs> just walking around drinking hurricanes. Yeah, drinking hurricanes. The best way to treat that dehydration is to eat a hot dog full of MSGs and sodium. yeah, whatever it takes. Yeah. Is all that sodium just helping it just keep whatever little liquid was left in me or whatever water was left. It was great. Uh, New Orleans is a fantastic. Like, I don't think you can visit it with anyone. You could go with your, your own, you know, your wife. You could go with your friends. You could probably go with your family and find some fun stuff there. It's a blast. Yeah, my best friend lives there. I need to go visit. You don't have friends. All right, fuck you. We're your friends. We're your only friends. <laughs> <laughs> Starting 2024 off right. We're your only friends until we say differently. So you better do everything we say. Now get back in the box. You're going to get more clowns in the mail, buddy. (laughs) And he finds a lot. I find clowns where they don't even exist. I'll get them. Is that in your dreams? What? what? Everywhere you look, man. Chris, it's been a while, but let them know if they can't read. What review this week? 1992's Buffy the Vampire Slaver. Slaver? Flavor Saver? Right. <laughs> 1992's <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. There we go. Not uh, the show, but the movie. So, you know what's odd about this? Uh, and I'll let Brad do the quick facts after this. I When I was doing a little bit of light research on this, I heard people say, like, oh, a lot of people don't even know this exists. You know, that it happened before the movie or before the TV show. And so right before we get on to record, I had been joking all day what we were actually recording today. 
I had said like the Barbie movie, just like all these. And she's like, why do you keep lying? I go, okay, we're seriously recording Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And she's like, what is that? The TV show? And I go, no, the movie. There's a movie? And I'm like, why? Is this a thing? I just never knew. I people. I watched this when I was younger, so I knew it existed. So did I. I don't know. Maybe we're just that age that where it was fine. To I mean, to know, I remember this. Yeah. So what'd you say, Brad? I knew. I also knew it existed. I never I saw it so. when I was younger. I was too cool. I mean, I was 15 and I was like, I'm not watching this high school crap. I think this would have been the cool movie to watch at the time. I did go to Clueless, though. I know. Chrissy Swanson was hot back then. Oh, man. I'd have been like in love. She was also like 23 years old and they filmed that. So, but still. Did you just bring up Clueless? I did go to Clueless. I saw that in the theater. No. I I think that this movie walked so Clueless could run. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. You know what I, I felt strange, too, about when watching this is I don't know why, but the girls in this, when they talked, kind of annoyed me. But when I love Clueless, I, I watched that like last year, by the way, and it's still great. I love that movie. I don't know, because like a lot of the girls in this one were very vapid and kind of shallow and you know just like i want the jacket and then she goes and buys the jacket behind her back We're kind of just mean to each other in this and uh clueless they just they most of them felt like real friends that's what i i thought is like the writing was worse for their conversations and the the accent was awful but i was yeah. like clueless like nailed that yeah that they were going for yeah, true. Yeah. One one thing that they both have in common, Clueless and this, you know, besides being in the valley, being set in the valley um, in Los Angeles is um, where are the parents ever like these kids? <laughs> these parents are never watching these children. And they're like the parents leave and call them by a different name. Do they think that's my name? Oh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it is always funny in these movies where like the rich parents are always gone. It, it is weird. I was like, don't you have to be like a workaholic to make all that money? You no, know. we were we were in L.A. We we're down in Laguna one time hanging out and the whole town is filled with people who are like, you know, 50 years old, 40 years old who don't work and they're all loaded. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, they all uh, worked for their fathers or whatever. And then, you know, just took over the business. And now they're like a president where they just kick back and everyone else did the work for them. I don't know. Who knows? They worked hard to get there. Yeah, I'm sure they, they did. You they know, college paid for. Yeah, they, <laughs> they pulled themselves up by their bootstraps. They're very expensive gold bootstraps that are actually like boat shoes. Boat shoes. <laughs> speaking of bootstraps and speaking of someone who's excited to be back here today is the Gary Busey AI Consortium, our sponsor for this week. We uh, got a little message. Picture this. Gary Busey's charisma meets the limitless possibilities of artificial intelligence. Okay, you guys with me still here? So just think of that. Together, they're cooking up a storm of entertainment and innovation. Coming soon. Just remember, this AI, this AI doesn't buy jam. It buys honey, and it kisses it on the lips. That's weird. I don't even know what this is, by the way. Like, I understood the tree service, but I don't know what an AI consortium is. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Well, they'll be your boss soon. That's all that matters. No. Well, I guess if they have a cool voice. It's going to be Gary Busey. I don't know what you're talking it's about. It's AI, so it's going to be Gary Busey. 
themed AI. So it's, it's a basically an AI with a Gary Busey integration layer or middleware in it. So it's AI plus think of it superior you know AI. You, you know what? This, AI. I'm not going to talk shit on our sponsor this week. Okay. It's been a while. <laughs> we need the money. I got a wedding coming up. <laughs> Oh, we love uh, Gary Busey funny. here. That guy, he, that guy, everything he's in. I mean, if it's not good, at least it's interesting. I, I know there were some fans that really wanted to know about their discount codes for the Gary Busey Christmas tree. Yeah, I forgot. To and that. Yeah, uh, th- that went out of business, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no refunds. <laughs> Jackie was asking if we could have codes. And I was like, I'll talk to Brad. And then I forgot. Awful. All right, Brad, thanks for reading the uh, very real sponsor here. How about the uh, quick facts on Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Okay, yeah, directed by Fran Rubel Kuzui. Uh, also produced the Trey Parker and the Matt Stone movie Orgasmo. That's a good one. She's done work in other areas, but not a lot of directing. Um, written by Josh Whedon. Um, he's done a few things. Distributed by 20th Century Fox. This was a Kazooie Enterprises Sand Dollar production, joint uh, joint production there. Uh, Sand Dollar was Dolly Parton's company. Hell yeah, who doesn't like Dolly? She is a she is a uh, she's a hurricane. She's a force. I know. I how old is she? Is she almost eighty? Might be around eighty. Yeah, but man, yeah. she's ageless. She's ageless. Yes. And then she does a charity book. Thing. You like sign up and your kids just get books. We got one. Sarah did it. And uh, it's, it's about the choo-choo train. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, love it. I mean, she's America's sweetheart. Released on July 31st, 1992 uh, with a budget of $7 million. I don't know how they did that for $7 million with you when we go through the cast here. But I guess they were pretty young and unknown. Well, they weren't all young and unknown, but uh, it was only delivered a box office of $16.6 million, which really surprised me. Yeah, I guess that's why I've heard people call this a cult film. It's because it didn't really actually make money. Not much. Yeah, I've seen it on tape. Like, I, didn't, I didn't go to the theaters to see it. Yeah, and I think we rented it, too, from the video store. Okay, and, you know, another thing that really surprised me was the, the Rotten Tomato scores here. 30 per six, 36 on the tomato meter and a 43 audience score. I, that, I think people revisit that now and probably rate it higher. I wouldn't. Nope. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you watch, but I'm not I'm not going to like fool the audience here. I was just like, what the fuck is this? I remember this being a lot better. Yep. I There were some fun parts. I'm not going to lie to you. Like David Arquette is, is just having a blast. Uh, he's fun to watch. There's a few others, but you don't know, about a 40% to me. OK, so the cast here, Christy Swanson as Buffy Summers. We got Luke Perry as Oliver Pike. He was just getting started with 90210. Rutger Hauer, our boy, as Lothos, mm-hmm. the vampire, kind of the lead of the coven there. We've got Donald Sutherland as Merrick. Uh, Jameson Smythe, he's kind of the, the mentor of the, the Slayer. Paul Rubens, is he like, excuse me, go back to Donald Sutherland here. Was he like immortal or was he like constantly being reincarnated? I don't I thought he was just a normal dude, but he's like, you're not like all the other slayers I trained. And I was like, how often yeah. does this happen? I was, I was wondering that too. Cause I didn't, I didn't watch a lot of the show. So I didn't know if he had been doing it for a long time. And like, maybe they just like kind of get reincarnated like Buffy and they just, but how would they know information? Do you in know? The, yeah. In, in the show, there was two slayers at one time at one point, but I think the other chick was 
it wasn't right. You know what I mean? Like there was something off about it. Mm. It's been a while like since the, I watched the show. Like the anti-slayer then the anti-slayer. Yeah, like it wasn't above board somehow. Okay, back to the cast here. So we just talked about Donald Southern. Okay, next up, Paul Rubens as Amelin. Our boy Pee Wee Herman back here. In this movie, he's like, it was either his paramour, his courtesan. Wait, a courtesan's like a woman that, okay, not him. He was like his right-hand man. Like his henchman. Courtesan is anti-itch cream. Okay. (laughs) Further down the list, Hilary Swank plays one of uh, Buffy's friends, Kimberly Hanna. This is a very young Hilary Swank here um, from Lincoln, Nebraska, by the way. No way. Really? I think she lived here as a child. David Arquette, former WCW world champion as Benny Jacks. That's right. The death match champ right there. Forgot about that. Going down the list here, Stephen Root. Remember Milton from Office Space? He's done a lot of other work, but Milton's my favorite role. He's also in Dodgeball. Tremendous actor. Mm-hmm. News radio. Uh, Principal Gary Murray is the role he plays. We got a very young Tom Jane, the Punisher himself, uh, as Zeph. Not a very big part there. And then some uncredited roles here. Just very minor, short short uh, times on screen here for Ben Affleck, Seth Green, and Ricky Lake. Yeah, I saw that Seth Green was in here, but was his like... Was he cut out or was he actually in? Did he, he get a was shot in for just like a second or two, just barely uh-huh. in it. I didn't see any of those cameos. You didn't see Ben Affleck when he uh, wouldn't play basketball against the vampire? Oh, that was him. Yeah, I watched yeah, he's young. Yeah, he's a really he's a youngin. In yeah, I probably just didn't recognize him. Is he the one I, that just gives him the basketball? Yes. Yeah. Was he credited? Was Tom Jane credited as Tom Jane instead of Thomas Jane? I'd have to go back and watch it again. Okay, I didn't know if you like just wrote that as in like he's my boy Tom, or if like oh he's credited as Thomas, you know Tom. Oh, I think this is what I got from IMDb. So I don't know. I mean, it's from the internet. It might have been someone might have wrote it like that for a reason, or they're an idiot. Who knows? Who knows? You know, it's it's Wikipedia, man. It's the Wild West. We're pretty easy to mislead, too. (laughs) I know. Like, oh, you said that on Wikipedia? Fine. That's good for us. We don't care. Some shows have fact checkers. We don't really do. We just make them up as we go. It's so crazy watching movies when everybody's young. And then I click on IMDb to see who they are. I'm like, oh, I know you as old. I recognize (laughs) you as young. Yeah, He was young in this one. And so I forgot what the tagline was, but what should be is uncover, uncover the truth about vampires, one theory at a time, because reality is just a conspiracy waiting to be revealed. And thank goodness the person to reveal this conspiracy is Christy Swanson. Oh, she will get to the oh, bottom. We're of getting it. into this early. I love okay. it. I okay, love before, it. before we do this, this is one reason I try not to learn who does what and what movie <laughs> And what their names are. I don't follow celebrities, which is weird for having a movie podcast, but I like movies. All right. Now you can continue on uh, Christy Swanson. Imagine you're halfway through your work day, you know, if you work nine to five, like I happen to. And Brad sends you a painted American flag over a Donald Trump face, like very serious. And then he says, Hey, Christy Swanson, Christy Swanson just shared this on Twitter or something like that. And I was like, oh, man, I didn't know she was like a MAGO Republican. This is going to be interesting. And then I go to her Twitter and holy shit. We went down a rabbit hole today. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> she even retweets James Woods. I mean, we were going yeah. deep today. So I have to admit, when these MAGA actor and actresses, when they become MAGA Republican for Trump, it's all the way. Like that's her every one of her tweets is Democrats suck. Trump's amazing. He won the election all the way down. And I'm like, damn, you're committed. Like, like they, her entire life stopped. She was in big bread, like on the weekends and post photos of it or anything. I didn't find anything. I was scrolling down. It was all Republican, you know, Democrats suck. Trump's awesome. The election was rigged stuff all the way down. I was like, wow. That's like, you don't have like, oh, I had a great Wednesday, you know, love my boy or girl or whatever she has. I know she has children. Look at my dog being cute on the couch. Yeah, anything. Just fucking crazy people behavior. Yeah, I just like, why do you jump so far deep into the pool? But I mean, Brad was saying about this too. It's just like, you know, they go, they go for it. They go all in. It's all in. Committed. Committed. Yes. Now, James Woods. He comes up with his own conspiracy theories that I, I think even conspiracy theorists are like, really? OK, OK, you're like an original writer. I like this. Since the theme is vampires and we might see more of James uh, in the next few next few episodes. We may. We may. All right. Uh, you guys ready to uh, just hop right into this trailer? Let's press the share button. I'm just imagining all these people are going to be like vampires, James Woods. What could that possibly be? Oh, it's it's not going to. That a show Millennium was really good, though. I like that. Millennium. Yeah, James Woods was in Millennium. Oh, okay. Here we go, everybody. I just met this girl named Buffy. I'm Pike. Pike isn't a name, it's a fish. I liked her, even though she seemed kind of flaky. But as it turns out... You have been chosen, Buffy. To do what? To stop the vampires. Does Elvis talk to you? And things started getting weird around here. Are we having a nightmare? You threw a knife at my head. And you caught it. She was the one person I could really count on. Kill him a lot. Hi. Hi. What are you doing here? What am I doing here? I'm saving your butt. That is a bad guy. Can we go, please? The Slayer is unmasked. Let's finish it. I think this relationship has potential. Hi. How's it going? You're obviously having a bad hair day. If she can just get rid of those other guys in her life. Stab him in the heart! Christy Swanson. I am so sure. Donald Sutherland. Ah, ah. Paul Rubens. Ah. With Rutger Hauer and Luke Perry. Buffy, you're not like other girls. Oh. Yes, I am. Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. You didn't even break a nail. Directed by Fran Rubel Kazooie. It's Kazooie. I do like how they have. Well, I don't know if I like it, but I think it's interesting that Luke Perry is kind of like talking over the trailer, almost like it was a story about him, but it wasn't. I can see why nobody went to the theaters to watch that. The trailer was not good. I get it. 
It's just kind of like things have gotten weird around the high school since these vampires showed up. Was it at a time when everything was like in a race to be cheesy and then, you know, then eventually just you hit peak cheesiness and people just give up on it. You know, it's kind of like superheroes now where there's been so much saturation. You're just like, I've seen enough superheroes, enough save the universe stuff. Let's go on to something else. Was that a question or a statement? Oh, I don't know. Because I was seven, so I'm not sure. You know, because Lost Boys was just like, what, two or three years before this? Lost Boys was probably around, what, 88? Yeah, 87 or 88, something like that, yeah. You know, I I know Josh Whedon was really pissed off, and he hated this movie. He's been very vocal about that. He didn't like the director. I don't think he liked Donald Sutherland very much. So I'm wondering if he had a much darker film, maybe at one point. I think he did, actually. I read about that, yeah, and it got released... It got released as a comic called, um, what was it called? The Origin. Oh, that's this. That's what it was supposed to be. I know they've talked about doing a remake too, which that would be cool. I would like to see a remake if it was like R-rated, but I don't know. Well, maybe not. I, I'm still uh, on the fence about that. But didn't didn't Josh Whedon do the, the series though? Uh, he created it. I don't know how many okay. he directed, or but he was fully involved with it because I know there's lots of stories of him being a complete asshole. So, I, I mean, I don't want to get too far into Joshua. I think after going through the like whole MAGA actors thing, it was like, maybe we could just like brush over the Josh Whedon bullshit. And I'm like, well, don't be a dick. <laughs> and I get confused because I got Josh Whedon and Josh Whedon confused. Oh, most okay. Of my life. okay yeah. Well, I mean, it's easy to get confused. Yeah. Well, it's easy to see you getting confused with names. Yeah, I, was well, like, I was like, that man wrote it when he was eight? Yeah. I get uh, I get Jack Nicholas and Jack Nicholson confused when I was a kid. I thought like, oh, like okay. Jack Nicholson, you know, Jack Nicholson, the great actor. I'm like, bullshit, he's a golfer. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck you talking about? I used to get Bing Crosby and Bill Cosby confused too. Yeah. It's, they're so similar. That's why now people just completely change their names. Don't worry, everyone. Bill Cosby, like, I think the the charges were dropped. It's fine. We can all start wearing our Cosby sweaters again, right? What? When was it ever not acceptable to wear a Cosby sweater? (laughs) Please don't. Please don't write the show. (laughs) Actually, do write the show. Just don't write us about making Cosby jokes. I just heard something got dropped. And I was like, really? Okay, well, I don't pay attention to that because he's a monster. So who cares? Just send him to hell. That was me, like, hitting him right off the the microphone here. Maybe they can book him at that monster mash. Oh, with the Kevin Spacey thing? Oh, look that up, people. Wow. That's actually, I think I saw the comment that uh, Cosby's uh, things were dropped. It was in that uh, comic thread. Comment thread. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Kevin Spacey getting invited to anything. Yikes. That's not a good PR move. Yeah, I just commented wolf. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Okay, here we go. Let's get into this movie. I know it's Brad. Brad, you got you got a lot of notes on this. So I'm going to let you take it off right here with uh, your similarities to a certain movie that you love. Okay, so. Throughout this movie, I was counting the similarities here to a very special movie in my heart, Highlander. The intro, guys, that's that was taken straight from like the Highlander intro. I I want more movies to take the Highlander intro. 
that was just legit you know okay here's what i here's what i found here's the similarity they found you got the intro all the flashbacks mm-hmm. and they go back in time and she's like fighting vampires and it's like the same character you got the mentor they got the training montage you got the mentor mm-hmm. getting killed by the villain you know even when she goes near it like a vampire she gets that whoosh you know like they get like in the movie and stuff when another it's one her period there. cramps but it's the same oh. she's alerted you know <laughs> there's a line even ashes to ashes dust to dust which is in highlander too and then the katana sword at the end i mean there's so many similarities here dude that katana was ridiculous when they pulled it out i was like really that's what you're yeah He's yeah like, huh, weird the the one thing i noticed right did anyone else get like super creepy vibes from donald sutherland this entire oh, movie the, it's, the entire it's time consistent yeah sucking on his hanky in that one scene yeah i was just like you you know like i i assume he's really old and he's been doing this for a long time i don't know if he's immortal but i thought at one point him and lobos were talking and lobos is played by rucker Hauer, uh lothos not lobos um lothos and him were talking almost like they've known each other for a couple hundred years you know like yeah. she's not ready yet you know like they've been doing this like how many failed uh slayers has he created and it, it seems like he was breeding the slayer to get killed because he was like no not this one yeah i like her and i was like this is weird oh yeah like talk about failing upwards jesus like <laughs> i know it's like so no one interviews you like no one, you just got the job like I, I mean maybe it's not his fault maybe he's just like he was really bad at everything else and they're like well that dude it's like, what is he going to teach her? I don't know. Throw a dagger at some random person's head. Just excessively roll and throw daggers. I do love how he's just like, wow, look at how good a gymnast she is. Wasn't she doing like cartwheels? To go lock the door. She's doing like yeah, yeah. cartwheels to get to it. And I was like, there's got to be a faster way to do that. <laughs> like that one right there she must be the slayer i'll just throw a dagger right at her head hopefully she catches it <laughs> what's he do he's done, done that before and they're just dead he's like mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> moving on pretty, yeah pretty uh, uh yeah that's a very stringent uh, weed out process he got there so we start off on the hero journey of buffy so we start off she starts she's young and immature she's not ready for it she doesn't realize she's meant for greater things so we find out she's immature and materialistic you know being from the valley and that's how they are there everyone every single person from the valley is like that i guess so when i made a note they're in the mall all hanging out being chatty this merit guy is definitely not a child molester like he's like following him around and stuff and then was he like stare him down and all that at the mall and he calls her the slayer or something yeah i was like he he's older so he he knows what creepy would be right walking around in a trench coat with that hat on just following like young girls dude you couldn't do that nowadays i don't think you know what creepy is you just become creepy one day oh all right that's what I, that's what they tell me that's right <laughs> you're like when i was younger the trench coat was really cool have you seen those movies and now it's not no, so we go in, like, Amelin meets, well, let's, let's see what happens here. He gets Gruel, and we got Merrick, and what happened? Okay, so Merrick, he gets Gruel. Was that after, is that after Pike and Benny were hanging out, and Benny, Amelin, no, he gets Gruel first. I don't even know who Gruel is. 
He was the guy who comes back later. He comes up later and plays basketball, and then Buffy takes him out. But, oh uh, yeah, yeah. The guy with the weird, uh, like his mouth, the way he talks and everything. Is and his yeah. ears are split weird. Yeah. But he's a vampire, and I was like, is this like a fish vampire? I've seen him in other movies where he's supposedly playing, uh, quote unquote, a high schooler, and I'm like, nah, dude, you look like you're 28. Yeah, he looks like he's about 28. But uh, so Buffy's hanging out after practice, doing some extra work to get her cheerleading down perfectly. She's just doing cartwheels and stuff. And there's Merrick's there just staring at her, hanging out in the gym. Like nothing weird about that. No, no, no. Just an old man staring at her. And he finds a way into, into the girl's locker room. And then she reminds him, hey, this is a girl's locker room. You can't be in here. And she seems to be less than, you know, I would think most people would be very alarmed and try to extricate themselves from that situation if a creepy man was in a girl's locker room they would probably leave but not buffy it's fine brad he knew where her birthmark was okay it's fine in her bet she's used to it <laughs> oh she's just a woman in high school getting harassed by men all the time i bet she's used to it it's depressing she's just a 23 year old playing a 16 year old in high school just a dude playing a dude pretending to be another dude <laughs> And then she doesn't want to embrace the training. She doesn't want to do the training at all. America's just like, fuck that. We'll get to this. And he just chucks a knife at her head and she catches it. Ah, uh, yeah, I do agree. I don't know, if, Chris, if you said it, how many slayers has he killed in the past? Or no, how many innocent, just like girls who happen to be blonde? Uh, did he just like split open their head with that dagger? Just like, <sighs> I do have a question. So do all the slayers look like her? Because she was in a flashback. That's what I gathered. But at one t now it, I could be wrong, but at the beginning, I think he said, or she said, someone said, like, well, at one time I've been many people, but at one time I was a slave. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Wait a second. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't add up. Yeah, that doesn't gel. I've never seen many white slaves in all these Civil War movies that I've been watching. Never. I never watched those. But yeah, but it's like medieval time, so I don't fucking know. I mean, you're you're. But how far back to... are we here? Like, I guess yes. The yes. flashbacks were like medieval, like Renaissance fair looking. All right, I I just oh. think I, I guess in the American audience, when you say slave, I you know obviously think you know so, yeah Civil War yeah. time. Yeah, but I mean, you go back, you'd, your neighbor the next town over. If you have a war with them, you kill them all and. That's true. Survivors into slaves for you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that was just a question that I, I assume. Because that's why, like, you know, if they all had the same birthmarks, it's like, oh, maybe they all look the same. That's why they used her in the, the flashbacks. Plus, that's cheaper. And Dude, the flashbacks looked awful. I know. That looked TV show level. Yeah, I thought I, I wasn't paying attention, and when she's with her boyfriend on the couch, and then it goes into a flashback, I thought they just turned on a movie for a sec. Yeah, I can like, see that. They were just watching a shitty movie together, and I was like, oh, wait, this is another flashback. Anyway, Brad, continue with your... So Pike, he uh, he meets Benny's like floating outside his window, and Pike is like, yeah, this is fucked up. I'm getting the fuck out of here, and he's driving off, and the vampires try to ambush him on the way out of town. And uh, Amelin, uh, Paul Rubens, jams his hand through the roof of the van. It gets his arm mm -hmm. ripped off. Pike needs to be rescued. Pike needs to be rescued again. Buffy shows up, takes Pike back to her house. And like Buffy's parents are nowhere to be seen. Like what? Who lives there? We see him one they time. They were going on like... vacation. They're going out of town when they left. Mm, okay. 
They're going to so, make more little buffies. That's what they were up to. Okay. They're going to come back with a sister. It's every 16 one. years. Yeah, that's right. How there old are they? Hmm. Uh, it's fun. It's fun to see someone else break down these films. Not as easy as it sounds, Chris. And we need to probably have... Uh, <laughs> I was taking these notes here, and I'm trying to remember this movie all over again. But uh, <laughs> we get to the point, what's his name? Gruel shows up. They chase him out of the basketball court. He knows the Buffy's like the Slayer now. So mm-hmm. they have another fight at the at the, the abandoned... Was the, the abandoned carnival place there? Uh, Merrick jumps in there. Is he's that a died. carnival? He's, is that what that is? Or is that a uh, what is an that? amusement like a, park? A, a, amusement park. Yeah. yeah, that made me think of a bunch of floats. Made like, you think of floats? Yeah, like you just went to Mardi Gras. You seen floats? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Made me think this of is, like floats. This is something you. If you this is like a rated R movie with a big budget, that could have been really scary. You know, with better it choreography. Could have been fun. Yeah. Oh, imagine uh, nowadays like a Buffy running through a uh, Mardi Gras parade or something like that. Oh, I will say there's there's one real cool thing about that scene when she's like riding the motorcycle up and just sidesteps off of it and just rams. The oh, motorcycle yeah. Into, yeah. She's like, into. <laughs> I do love how she steals that motorcycle from like a, a gang there and not one member chases her and i was like hmm they must not have the budget for that because that seems like a perfect like double chase there where she's chasing the vampires the the bikers are chasing her and then by the time they catch up all all of them emerge and the bikers then turn into like big pussies and be like oh my god i'm not staying here and then you like if you have a cheesy movie and everything you just add camp right there where the bikers aren't as tough as buffy and you instantly make buffy look tough but they like just it's, made it's easy they just made fun of him for getting beat up by a girl and then he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna tell the whole world you're a dyke yeah, like bye. the whole world social media doesn't yeah. exist yet asshole going door yeah. to door have you seen this woman <laughs> also with the real world in the biker gang and you steal somebody's bike i mean they're coming after you regardless of your yeah you're gender. gonna at least get shot at i mean a dude's bike <laughs> in those gangs i mean that's their livelihood at the very least, you'll get shot at. Okay. Yeah, very least. Okay. I I don't know how yeah. accurate it will be because they're probably laughing at the guy. <laughs> a high schooler just stole your a twenty three year old high schooler just stole your bike. <laughs> okay, so they have a fight. It's choreographed, sort of. Uh, Merrick dies. Uh, let's see. We go back to the. They're getting ready. Then Buffy all of a sudden loses interest again. I don't know what's going on with this. Uh, that's when they're all hanging out like getting ready for the big uh the school dance and the cheerleading session Brad, it's because they said the dance is important okay buffy's yeah, changed this is their last one except the next wars the spring formal and prom and, and, and right prom. yeah okay so buffy but the last to realize, one the last one. Oh, but going back this is where buffy that she like she thought she was kind of hot stuff and then she goes up against um against lothos and he like hypnotizes her just looks at her and hypnotizes her and that's where she's not ready like oh yeah i mean uh, what's his name dies and when the music's done silence is all that's left (laughs) (laughs) this movie's so weird so like when they finally get to rucker hauer like rucker hauer is not menacing there's nothing like at the end of this movie it's just like he's so goofy as fuck and he has a katana and i'm like what he plays the violin or fiddle i know in his shoes with the flaps like oh yeah. my gosh and it he's just doesn't do anything until the very end 
And even at yep. the end, he doesn't really do anything. He swipes the sword a few times and, you know, I, and, and you know, it's funny a couple of weeks ago, I watched blind fury with Rucker Hauer in there and that's cheesy as hell too, but that's very entertaining because even though I don't know quite who they're marketing that film to kids the or, blind you know, yeah, I, well, definitely probably not visually marketing it to the blind people, but, um, the angry blind people. <laughs> He was never angry in that movie. He was, he was a very, a very uh, charismatic. I'm just saying, there's a big difference. Rucker Howard is very charismatic in Blind Fury, and he's killing people with a katana. Well, it's kind of a cane sword, but whatever. This one, you got him dressed up as a vampire with a katana, and he's just like such a limp noodle. I'm just like, hey, I, I feel bad for him in this. I know this movie's supposed to be campy. It's supposed to be comedic. You're not supposed to take it serious, but I just didn't like it. I watched Buffy and I was like, no, nah, no, I'm not even a fan of the show. No, this feels like it just is gross. So we get the Don't fight. Like all those vampires show up. They they find out Buffy is the slayer. So uh, Lothos puts all his vampires after Buffy. And they get invited into the school dance by somebody. I think Hillary Swank. Because they're seniors. They're seniors. Yeah, I Hillary had Swank. to invite them because they're seniors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. And I was like, this is where I like looking at Hillary Swank at the time. You know, I love her work. She's great. But is like, she is Gary Busey, her dad. Oh, you're going to have to explain to... that connection. Oh, I don't know. I think he's in. No, you no, no. You got to commit, Brad. What's the connection? Is it the teeth? I don't see it in the teeth. The... Oh, kind of. But OK, I shouldn't right. make fun of anybody's physical appearance. So I, I apologize. She's one. <laughs> it's been a lot. When <laughs> when the physical appearance makes you millions of dollars, it's fine to make fun of Gary Busey's yeah. teeth. They're ridiculous. I, think, I, I don't think, think they're Brad, real either. So Brad just matured in front of us. Everybody, I know. I don't. I don't do like everybody, everybody clapping here. I'm not clapping that. Don't you mature in front of us? So we get the final me. battle. We get the final battle. Amelyn death scene. The uh, Paul Rubens puts on a show for that. Um, yeah. Then we're done. They have some uh, some post. Well, not post credits. Kind of mid credits where the credits are rolling and they're doing some commentary and uh yeah movie's over and they ride off with a she rides off with luke perry on a motorcycle somewhere and i mean we do have to bring up one of the greatest death scenes of all time (laughs) (laughs) and then he falls over and starts going kicking the wall (laughs) he's great the, the deaths in this suck like the vampires no. don't even do anything; they just get stabbed, and they're like, "Ah!" And then like punch themselves over onto the ground. Yeah, yeah you know, this I is know. a it's a far cry from just a few years later. They do a Blade, and he like when he stabs a vampire in the heart, that fucker just like Explode. immolates. Yeah, I mean, this movie was super cheap. It was kind of obvious. Uh, it, it was it was rushed because Luke Perry was so popular. So and I I think the director, I don't I don't know, but it sounds like the director didn't give a shit about the script. It's just like, yeah, let's do whatever we want. Same thing with Donald's other one. So uh, I didn't do massive amount of research in that, but I was just like, from what I read, it kind of seems like, yeah, they didn't care. But, you know, it did have an effect on pop culture because it helped, you know, Joss Whedon and everything get the uh, show going. And the show is just, I can't believe how popular that show was. 
Because I, I never got into it. I watched some of it, but wow, was it popular. Yeah, it's way popular, more popular than I thought. But it's the same thing with uh, that one with the, the two brothers that drive the, the old car around to kill oh, stuff. Oh, Supernatural? Yeah, I like that show yeah. a lot. But like middle-aged women uh, go nuts over that. Oh, yeah. There's something about this whole, yeah, sci-fi with girls. We were talking about this, how it also spawned an animated series. In addition to the show, like if you ever go to the gym and there's like old guys working out and they're watching the sci-fi channel, it's either Charmed or Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like you're over 65 and you're a pervert. You're watching one of those two shows. Yeah. And I'm almost there, so I can verify. What what if they were watching the show when they're in their 40s with their daughter? Maybe they might just love it and we can't judge. Were they wearing trench coats? You know, you know, Brad, you make fun of people's physical appearance and you're an ageist. My God. And you were going down the James Wood MAGA, you know, hole here. Who are you? See, you grew your hair out. You've changed. <laughs> Did, we the... take one holiday break. Now you look like a hippie. A pot smoking hippie. That's right. <laughs> just lean into it. Just just go nuts. Just, <laughs> next time we see you, just just like you know, peace and love have that, you know, like, no, you know, like a, like a man crossing out a like Vietnam symbol or something. I don't know, whatever. And just go full, just go full, full hippie. Grow your hair out an extra, like six inches in a couple weeks. Do it. Working on it. Yeah. I just decided I didn't want to get my hair cut for a while and I didn't know what to do. I don't know what to do next. So I'm just going to keep it going until. Until you change your mind. That's that's why that's yeah. the natural yeah. order of that. <laughs> it's not. I'm just doing it to save money. I don't want a haircut. And then two years later, you're like, I'm shaving it off. I don't know what to do. I just hate making yeah. the appointment for a haircut. That's the most annoying part. Uh, a friend cut my hair last night in our kitchen. So See, that's, I'm that's back to that. To that's it. what I miss. That's the way to do it. Uh, yeah. Doesn't matter how it comes out. I wear a hat. You guys want to cut my hair next? We see each other. I don't give a shit. Ooh, yeah, that might be a bad <laughs> idea. Um, had a friend when I was younger who was going to barber school. So he'd come over and like cut our hair, you know, for like, I don't know what we'd pay him, like two bucks, five bucks or something like that. But he was awesome. He was slow because he was just coming. He was just learning. But yeah. the quality of work was uh, was was there. Yeah. What's he do now? Is he still cutting hair? He does that. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what else. He's a coal miner. <laughs> I don't know. Like just something most bizarre off the wall. He's just like, nah, I don't do that anymore. Except cool. He's an electrical engineer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, how we're talking about nonsense, I think it's probably time to give recommendations then on this. All right. That's fine with me. I don't recommend it. I, I, uh, I mean, it's a nice, like a nine early nineties time capsule. And it's fun to see David Arquette having a blast and, you know, see Ben Affleck in there. Like you see so many young cameos and everything. I just like, I I can't honestly tell someone like, oh, you want to know a good vampire movie? Watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer from 1992. I'm never going to tell someone that. Like, uh, I can't recommend this. I would have before this viewing. I haven't seen it in a long time. So if you were mm-hmm. watched the Buffy that's in my head, great film. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I remember it being a lot faster, a lot wittier, funnier. There's really good parts. Like uh 
David Arquette's great in this. Like him and Luke Perry, I liked a lot in this mm-hmm. movie, but like can't carry the whole film. Yeah, and I think that the, the dialogue and the cheesiness in this just like really drags it down. Like, like just, uh, yeah. And I agree. I, I thought this was a lot faster. I thought this was a lot funnier when I was younger and then watching it older. I'm like, Ooh, so slow. What? what are and we like doing? If Paul Rubens and Rutger Howard like made out at some point that would give it more props. Cause it, it seemed like they wanted to bang the whole time. Oh yeah. There's some sexual tension there. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if Paul Rubin is just like, you never loved me, you know, like right <laughs> before he lets Buffy stab him. Yeah, you know, that would like, be an interesting storyline to go down if you made an R rated you know, reboot of this. I guess. I mean, vampires and generally fuck everything. I thought, yeah, it's like, they're all vampires. yeah, they don't care. They live forever. Well, you're going to stick to some weird moral compass. You eat people. They have heightened senses. You know, and it really depends what type of vampire, because I, I don't want to see those ugly vampires having sex with anything. But, you know, if you're two pretty vampires, I don't mind. Like in the strain, the Strigoi. Yeah, just just oh, they just mate with their mouth thingy. Oh, <laughs> if you want to watch a vampire show, that's a good one. The strain from FX. That was great. Strain. I liked Ooh, it. Wow. Yeah. You know, when I think vampires, I think of like, you know, Edward Cullen and uh, the. Yeah. All that from uh what's that uh from the twilight, twilight. series where they yeah. convince the girl to uh where the girl like they convince her they convince the audience really that uh if you leave your family and never tell them where you're going that's good <laughs> <laughs> human trafficking 101 brought to you by twilight i was actually learning i was learning the italian language and i watched uh a couple of those movies and um I understood about 90% of the dialogue and I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, I must be fluent. And no, it just turns out it's written on the level of about a three-year-old. Oh, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> so it turns out, yeah, it was not very fluent. So, uh, should we do some extras on this? We got, uh, no, no. Do you recommend it? No. Do I recommend it? Yeah. You know what guys? I had fun watching this one. I, you know, it's, it, we've been, we've had a layoff for a while, so I'm feeling fresh here. Just like the Gary Busey AI Consortium, I give it a big yes. Um, the cast is big time. It's cool seeing the cast when they're all really young like that. A lot of big names on the soundtrack, too. Ozzy Osbourne, CNC Music Factory. No, I, I just love the 90s, like how much they, or even the 80s, too, like how much they invested in their soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that they don't now. There's plenty of movies with, you know, a lot of music. I, I just like something hit different. With these 80, 90s ones, like even I, up to the 2000s. I think a lot of what I started watching, like weirdo cinema, as I got older, they stopped doing music in it. Mm-hmm. and just started doing like atmospheric yeah. sound design, which is great. I don't want to hear a CNC Music Factory song in the middle of my horror movie. Yeah, I mean, all films, I mean, there should be just, you know, even within genres, you got to use different type of, you know, sound and sound mix and you know, soundtrack, if you're going to do that or, you know, whatever, whatever you want with an orchestra. There's 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 so many movies out there. It's just like not everyone should be the exact same. But well, now is you just take a popular song and give it a melancholy tone, undertone and no, call yeah. that your. Just slow it down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, it hits. So those songs hit when you watch that trailer and you're like, OK, that's really cool. Slow down and creepy. That is good. Yeah. But they're going to play it out and we'll get tired of it in a couple of years. Yeah, so we got some extra 
what did we what did we have not talked about with some of our extras? Oh, David Bowie, Mick Jagger, and Carrie Elwes were set to make cameo appearances, but uh, budgetary constraints uh, prohibited that from happening. We ain't got no money for you. Sorry. Yeah, it's a pretty cheap film. Yeah, it is. But we're talking, this would have been, if you'd say you had cameo vampire appearances by Dolly Parton, David Bowie, and Mick Jagger, and Carrie Elwes, I mean, that would be, uh, that would have been cool. Oh, I just read this out loud. Gary Busey and Hillary, is Gary Busey Hillary Swank's dad? I thought you said, is Gary Busey Christy Swanson's dad? That makes more sense, actually. Now it's Hillary Swank's. So I was like, okay. Yeah, I get that a little bit. You monster making fun of people's teeth. You monster. You hippie monster. Your wife's going to start believing that just like uh, Chris's girl believes that he watches Japanese porn. I'll just keep repeating it. Just like the news. If I repeat it enough, people will start to believe it. Well, she doesn't (laughs) listen, okay? She does listen, but (laughs) she doesn't believe you. She knows you're a liar. Oh, really? Let's look at your your Pornhub history there. Octopus. (laughs) You monster. Uh, you're the only guy who gets off watching pandas not have sex that's yeah. how much you love anime <laughs> yeah you sit there grumpy little panda oh, go extinct for me <laughs> anyway uh, should we go on the museum I think we're ready I am yeah I'm ready <laughs> This is the second time I've had to reclaim my property from you. That belongs in a museum. So do you. This is the part of the show where we go out in the film jungle like Indy and bring something back to our vampire wing of the museum. Wow, it's been a while, guys. It's been weeks upon weeks. It's our first, uh, first. well, technically, you know, Gremlins was part of 2024, but we recorded 2023. So I'm going to say this is our first museum piece of 2024 brad since you're the biggest monster here you can go first i'm gonna take the line the scene uh you ruined my jacket kill him a lot <laughs> yeah that's good i i mean he's great paul rubens i miss him exactly. i wish he was still here guy did such know. great work that wig is awful <laughs> yeah, that's why i love it so much <laughs> he does look odd with a goatee yeah he looks yeah, odd so. in this movie. I, I didn't realize it was him at first. I was like, yeah. I... But how about you go next? Because I got two. All right. So uh, I, I have a line, too. Uh, the, the, the one that made me laugh was, I'm the chosen one, and I choose to be shopping. I was like, yes. That's, I wish it had more lines like that in the movie. Like, that's what I was wanting now as an adult. Bunch of good one-liners. Uh, just, it just didn't have enough. But there are a few. And I think we just went through the two. <laughs> I was going to go through the, the gratuitous amount of tumbling to get yeah. places. and th- She's right next to one of the dudes, steps backwards to do a somersault to throw the stake at him. Yeah, a little that's, ridiculous, but. That's Merrick's training. That's why all the Slayers get like taken out by the vampires every time. Why, why can't I just walk? See, you have to somersault. <laughs> You can't kill a vampire by walking up to him and stabbing him in the heart. What are you thinking? Yeah, you notice like she finally defeated the vampire after Merrick died and couldn't be a shitty trainer anymore. 
you know, or well, because she learned that once the music stops, the silence is all you have left, or whatever. And her boyfriend bought her steaks. I mean, yeah, doesn't sharpen matter. those wood wood steaks like to brush the snow off your car. Why does he have one of those? I don't know. In California, but that's what he's doing. I was like, dude, you could have went to the hardware store. They sell they sell steaks for like your garden. <laughs> they you need to buy them. Oh, after you put your thing in the museum, I'm gonna. I got another thing to point out in this movie. So go ahead and go. I already did. The gratuitous uh, tumbling. Did you know, I, I said it oh, again. Yeah, we the both gratuitous tumbling. Here it is. Here's what I pointed out uh, or noticed. Can we equivalent, you know, shaving off your uh, soul patch, you know, and then everyone's like, wow, he cleans up nice. Uh, to like when a pretty girl in a movie takes off her glasses. Is there glasses? Yeah. I was like, seriously? I forgot when he was shaving why he did that. I was like, Oh yeah, he had a goatee, like a yeah. soul patch. He had a that soul tiny patch, little. Because yeah. it's you a never bad trust guy. a man with a soul patch. No, yeah, it's a no, it's not... a bad guy haircut. I would trust soul uh, Jack Black though. I when he had it, yeah, I would trust him. But that's about it. Not many more. You're pretty gullible, especially though, too. when they're long, like when they're long and stringy. Mm, you can't trust that. It's like that that old Pantera loving metal guy that has that beard that just goes straight down like anthrax. Yeah, but his that, like connects into a beard. I'm talking about like just like when it's just it's just like a big long string off the the actual flavor saver there. And I'm like, I don't like that. Nope. <laughs> don't like that. That creeps me out. I will say there was one positive of this movie. Me and Lily noticed that we started watching it together and then she checked out real fucking early. <laughs> it was just boring. <laughs> She's just on her phone. It's that the. the the cheerleaders aren't skanky. Like they wear like this uniform under their cheer outfit, which is really cool. Oh, okay. You're not seeing a lot of like 16 year olds with their boobs falling out in a movie that doesn't, it does nothing but just gratify creepy men running on the treadmill. Yeah. Uh, they actually looked like real uh, cheerleaders nice. outfits back in the day. Mm -hmm. I love titties just like the next guy, but like sometimes it's nice to be like, well, this is supposed to be a child just yeah. at high school like i know they're 23 but we don't need titties popping out everywhere i i think that would be the huge difference if that was remade nowadays it would be just you know like the entire like instagram phase of just like girls that are young now just like wearing stuff where i'm like i'm really uncomfortable i'm just gonna walk away from this and by that i mean now if it was remade now and more sexual there'd be more violence more blood spray yeah I don't and mind it would the, fit the tone of it. I, I don't mind the violence and blood, blood spray uh, with the teenagers for some reason, but I just don't like it when you're like, we're all supposed to be looking at a 16 year old and being like, oh, you know, ogling over them. And I'm like, and they're, you know, dancing, you know, like ridiculous cheering that they would be doing, like where they're just grinding something on the floor. I feel like a director would do that. And I'd be like, they're supposed to be 16. This is weird. But then again, I don't know what high school girls do in their cheerleading uh, stuff now. So I don't know. Maybe they are fucking crazy. Who knows? I don't want to find out. Last time I went to a high school event was a sporting event, a football game. And I think the entire student section was staring at their phones. <laughs> That's probably true. The last time I was on a bus uh, in Chicago, when uh, right before I moved, I was just like, I could literally just like run down with like a hockey stick and bash everyone in the back of the head and get off the bus 
before they knew what happened because they're all like just had their phones, you know, their head right into their phones. Yeah, but that's what I did on the bus too. Fuck yeah, and, that's what yeah, everyone does. Yeah, on the bus. I'm just it. laughing at it. Like you and could do anything you wanted to these people. Sat they sat on know. the bus with my head in my phone. Okay, so one, one more, a couple more. Get off your lawn stories here. Get off my yeah. lawn, I should say. Stories. Well, here. we're all that... old. Might as well. Okay, so you go to the men's room and go to the urinal. It's like, like unless it's a fucking emergency, why do you have to have your phone out while you're at the urinal doing your thing? Oh, staring yeah. at your phone. Okay, that's my get off my lawn story. I can see checking it when you're at work or oh, yeah. at a sporting event. Because like I said, we went and seen Burt Crusher. Checked my phone when I was peeing, put it back in my pocket and left. Because I'm not on it when I'm viewing the, at the show. Yeah, okay. But if you have free time to use your phone, then fucking you ain't got to risk dropping it in that piss. Ooh, yeah, that'd be bad. Just saying, I, I think like all of us have our head down so much nowadays. I'm like, oh, my God, what are you missing? Because uh, I try to open. I like try to remind myself just to look at the world around me, not to be on my phone. But I'm sure. also part of a generation that didn't have a phone. And, I'm you know, like we're part of the last. So I think it's easier for us because I see my nieces. I don't think it's easy for them. They're truly addicted. Yeah, they just they figured out how to do it and they've got people hooked on some of this shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, ever since they were little kids, they played with, you know, and I, I feel bad now because I was like, shit, that's what my kids are going to see. They're going to see me on my phone. They're going to they're going to learn it really quick. And how do you stop that? But that's for a different podcast, not for ours. So <laughs> let's end this yeah. shit. All right. Uh, come back uh, next week. It actually might. We might turn more into a biweekly. It's uh, getting a little hard for us old ass men who are complaining about people on their lawns. So the next one is picked by Brad. If you can't guess what it is. Well, we already gave you a clue. That's not our fault. But uh, come back when we return next. I, can, I guess I can't say next week. Anyway, remember to be kind. And rewind. And rewind. Fucking hate Jesus you, Brad. I still fucking hate you. You had two <laughs> months off. <long. laughs>